morning. We are back on Saturday morning by popular demand. Right. We will, yeah. <laughs> I love it. We will wait for everyone to catch up with the fact that we are live and online. Notifications are going out. This morning we're going to talk about communicating with kindness and how kindness actually can be a tool for transformation. Um, and so to that end, I have my kindness t-shirt on with my own custom-made collar. <laughs> <laughs> made with a pair of Henkel's kitchen shears. You too I do that all the time. Own, you too can make your own clothes. Cut off the sleeves or make it with lines and make little ties and then tie the side. and Go yeah. a little flash dance. A little change, here. right? Here we are talking about kindness yep. of change, right? Change with is good. With a pair of scissors and some duct tape, you too can change your <laughs> Duct tape and tie wraps are my friends. Okay. <laughs> All right, people are starting to realize we're online. Good yeah. morning, everyone. Let us know you're here. Yep, the link is right hello. there. Mm-hmm. You wanted us back on Saturday morning, so here we are. Wake up, coffee wake chat. Up. Yep, the coffee chat is back to Saturday mornings at 8.30. Oh, <laughs> there's my husband. <laughs> See you soon. Yep. Good morning, Stevie. Tracy's coming to visit this week Yep. on Wednesday. All right, let us know you're here. Good morning. Again, we are back live with the show on Saturday morning. No more Monday nights. No more Monday mornings. We are just going to go back to what everyone is asking for, which is Saturday morning at 8.30. So here we are. Um, so we hope that you will make a note and join us. Karen's not with us this morning. She's in Las Vegas. She will be back with us next Saturday morning. So um, this morning we're going to talk about kindness. Uh, and Tracy and I were just talking about how, as we've gotten old, we've been friends for about 30 years. So we've gone through big hair together and <laughs> big earrings and thinking we're all that. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, drinking and partying and we've done all of those things. And as we've gotten older and wiser, uh, we've actually gotten kinder. And probably if you said to Tracy and I 20 years ago that kindness could be used as a tool for transformation, we would have told you to shut up and yep. go away. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're older and now that we've managed people in teams and, and been in the corporate world and I now am managing, you know, a couple of companies and a, a team and I'm doing team trainings and all that stuff. And as we, and Tracy helps with that occasionally, and we're both uh, certified coaches and blah, 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 blah. So as we've gotten into all that, we recognize that kindness is actually not only um, something to practice, it also is something that you can use as a tool um, in your career, um, in your life. Uh, it is not the first place that most people go mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. when you are... Uh, put in a situation of stress, the first place people normally go is reactivity. Um, and, you know, a place of anger or uh, frustration or anxiety or angst, like kindness. I don't know, Tracy, say something about that. Kind yeah. I don't think kindness is not like, if you said, how do you react under pressure? Someone would probably not say with kindness. Yeah. And it's almost like to prepare yourself right with a 
some kind of technique, whether it's a word or a thought or a picture, something that comes to mind that makes you stop um, when when somebody says something. Uh, for me, it's whenever I feel ouch, whenever somebody says something or I'm in a situation and I feel in my body, ouch, that early resonated hurt. So instead of coming back with, you know, upset or anger or frustration, you know, instead of giving it right back, I it may, it causes me to stop and say, okay, right. what's going on with them that they're in that state and how can yeah. I, how can I come at it with love and kindness and, you know, be soft about it and take a minute and reflect and think, you know, you don't, the conversation doesn't have to be bam, 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 bam. It can be, a, you know, a, a slower paced um, position. Yeah. yeah. And this is again, ladies and gentlemen, this is something that we, together have developed over time because years ago we we are both italian we are biting we are witty we are scathing we can be all and have been all of those things so we grew up in boston um yep. we're, we're no joke to get into an argument with uh yep. we, we oh. can be oh. very uh Mm. We can be very cutting, um, not anymore, but yeah. that's like, that's where we come from. So we come from a place where we meet, you know, nasty with nasty and we're better at it. Yeah. And yeah. we really are better at it. Yeah. Um, and so this kindness thing, like if you said to Tracy and I, I'm telling you, if you said to us like two decades ago, kindness, we'd be like, what the hell's wrong with you? kindness? <laughs> Just like we would have been with self, if you said self-care is important, we were like, what are you talking about? Shut up. We have stuff to do. Never mind about self-care and kindness. Yeah. That's, that's mamby-pamby, airy-fairy. Get out of here with that shit. That's what we would have yeah. said. To, no joke. We would have said that to you. Yeah, it's tough now, because also corporate America, when you're, depending on the situation, right, we bring, we make what we bring into it. So back years ago in the corporate America, I my mindset was always, you're either the steamroller <laughs> or you're the pavement. And I was right. not going to be the pavement. So, man, I became the steamroller and I'm, and I, and yeah, I made stuff happen. And yeah, it was successful. And yeah, but not uh, at the cost of my soul, right? It was at right. the cost of me. Yeah. 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 I mean, not worth kind, it. It, years ago, kind is not the way that you would have described either one of us. Mm -hmm. You would have said we were badasses. You would have yeah. said we were warriors. You would have said we were making it happen. Like Tracy said, getting it ruthless. done. Ruthless. Kind. Yeah. Ruthless. Yep. Kind is not, you wouldn't have heard, you wouldn't have heard that about us. Yep. Um, and, you know, and, and that's too bad for us, truthfully, because as we've learned and elevated, and this is why we want to like teach this really, because people have this idea that if you're, if you're powerful, you're a go-getter, you do make stuff happen that you can't be kind. And that is just not the truth. Um, and we have discovered this, and so we want to share this with you this morning, that we have actually uh, seen and been able to demonstrate kindness as a tool. Um, and now I'm actually using it to build staff agency. So that's like the culture that we're bringing into staff agency to build that company is I am, it's one of kindness on my part as a CEO and co-founder. And through Fortunato Partners, Tracy and I are developing a coaching company that you know, that we lead with kindness to um, coach women and executives and train them. And so uh, we, we really, 
we want to bring to you the value of kindness because I don't think just like I don't think people see the value of self-care I don't think people see the value of kindness I also so, want to say no of kindness um so so some people think of kindness as um weak okay so right um, yes thank when you. you enter a situation with kindness you have you also have boundaries I mean you don't let people run all over you by being kind it's your expression and it's through humility that you uh can approach a situation with uh, strength and confidence that mm -hmm. your deliverance through kindness will create the result. Vulnerability and kindness and lots of those words, people do like old construct of management and leadership and all of that sees those words, like Tracy just said, as weak, very good point. The truth is those words are words of strength. And that is kind of this new management, new self, you know, self-management, self-transformation. This is the new language and the new understanding, you know? Janet. That's good, Janet. Yeah, exactly. Janet's saying, I, I love this. I say all the time, do not mistake my kindness for weakness. Exactly. When you think about it, if you were faced with an altercation and someone's coming at you, you know, screaming and yelling and nasty and all of that, Where's the real strength there? The real strength there is to step back, like Tracy said, take a minute, reorganize yourself, and then respond, which we talk about here on the coffee chat all the time, respond instead of react. And you can respond with grace, with kindness, you know, with humility. And that is really the stronger thing because the easiest thing to do is go at somebody how they came at you. Right. Someone starts getting in your face, swearing at you. What's the first? You're like, come on. Right. That's the first place people go. It takes a lot of self-discipline to hold yourself back from that and respond in a different way instead of being a reaction. Yep. Um, good morning, everybody. We see you all falling in here. You better all be here because you asked us to come back on Saturday morning. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> I'll tell a time of, um, when I was younger. Um, so I was out with my girlfriends and we were on our way home and it was after midnight and we were at a red light and um, being Italian, of course, right. You've got that fierce approach, but also I was very protective of my friends. And so we're at the red light in this car next to us. These got these two guys in the front seat. They said something to my girlfriend in the passenger seat. And I looked at her and I said, what did they just say? And she said, oh, no, 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 it's okay. Don't, because she knew me. She's like, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. I go, no, what did they just say? Now, I'm praying, of course, the red light doesn't change because I'm, I'm, now I'm opening. Because now you're going to get out of the car. Yeah, I did. I got out of the car. I walked around the front of the car. I went over to their car. I bammed on their, their hood. I said, what did you just say? And she's like, Tracy, it's okay. It's okay. And they were so, they were so embarrassed and so, and I said, well, you say I'm sorry, you know, and oh my gosh. And um, I know now today, even I, I can still be protective of my friends, but the mannerism in which, I mean, I could have gotten beat up, right? I don't know. So, and the mannerisms in which I might approach it these days, if anybody ever said something to my friends or to my, about my son or to right. my son, I, I would um, probably humbly approach, but, but yeah. so, so sometimes if you really feel like you're I in a- I can so uh, see you doing that too. <laughs> if you think you're in a really threat, like you really need to protect something, then <coughs> Yeah, maybe a little, a little, a little assertion is good, but yeah, don't right. be getting out of your car at one in the morning banging on someone's. Foot. Yeah, no, probably not a good plan. <laughs> You're lucky somebody didn't shoot your ass. Uh, oh my goodness. Um, yeah. So Angie's saying youth versus age. Um, yeah, Janet's saying today yeah. not a good plan yeah. for sure. 
So we came up with four points, which might make this conversation give you a little, um, might make it uh, more um, digestible is the word I'm looking for. So break down walls by being gracious. People don't expect that. And it's actually a diffusing tactic, right? So like Tracy was saying, or I was just saying, when someone comes at you, someone gets in your face, they're screaming and yelling at you. And they're like being, if you turn around and be kind or say something completely opposite of the direction that their energy is going, like that just stops people in their tracks, you know, like it just, it does because they just don't know what to do with that. Most people that are angry and, and behaving in that way, like Tracy pointed out earlier, what must their life be like? Like, seriously, what must your life be like if that you go around as a belligerent human foisting your belligerence on everyone? Like, what must it be like for you to live inside your yourself? You can't feel good about that, right? So, I mean, if someone's doing that, they obviously have some stuff. So if you meet that with graciousness... Um, even, you know, it's even gracious to say, wow, you, you seem really, there seems to be a lot going on here. So I'm just going to step back and remove myself from the situation. And when you feel better, you can give me a call, yeah. right? Because then that person's left with, what do you mean when I feel better? What's wrong? You know, then they have to look, right? They have to look at that, like. How come she didn't want to talk to me? Why did she just hang up? Why did she remove herself? What, you know, they have to look at the way that they're behaving. Yeah. So it's a diffusing tactic, right? Um, and, and it just stops that energy because if you meet nasty with nasty, that just escalates and goes higher, right? And, and by our law of attraction principles, if you display gracious, you are attracting gracious, right? So if you go around doing that, you're going to attract more of that. And those people are going to be left with their unkindness, belligerent behavior. Um, so that's point number one. So you can break down walls by being gracious, um, kind, thoughtful. Um, imagine if someone, imagine you're at work and someone's just like a nasty belligerent person and they come in your office screaming and yelling about something and you get up and say, Oh, let me get you a cup of coffee. Like, <laughs> like what, you know what I mean? What are they going to do? That's not what's supposed yeah. to happen. So good. You know, belligerent people expect that they will attack and then they'll get something to feed off of, and then they'll go at it. Yeah. More. They, yeah. they wouldn't expect you to yeah. get up and say, let me get you a muffin and a coffee. You seem stressed. <laughs> like, what? Right. Um, so it's a diffusing tactic, especially if you have people that behave in a belligerent manner, like, repeatedly, right? If, if that's kind of how they are at work or even at home, if you have someone that you live with, that's even your kids, if they're just always in a bad mood or always nasty, like, you know, they expect to be met with, why don't you stop that? Why don't you be more, you know, stop complaining? What if you just found a way to be gracious or offer them something or, you know, any, any way that you can upset the trajectory of what someone's trying to foist upon you you then have the chance to break that apart, right? So that's a valuable tool. 
A second point is give, give other people credit, celebrate others' achievements, point out what other people are doing, right? Tracy, you want to say something about that one? Mm. Yeah, well, uh, you know, positive, positive. Some people don't get positive at home, you know. Some people don't, they don't even have positive thoughts in their own head. So for you to come in at it with something that might, like you said, just shake up their, they're like, what? Oh, oh that was good. Or what was, you saw, you saw that, you know, and it, it also opens their eyes to see something that they've never seen before, never mind heard before. So to just um, really acknowledge the, the goodness. I mean, how does it make you feel when somebody comments on something that you've done or said or um you know how you're being in a situation so yeah to find something um positive no matter how small some, sometimes you can't find anything so you really dig just uh, make it, something up it really <laughs> it, it really it changes like you said it just changes the position yeah um would you okay stevie says would you have any advice for the belligerent people who may be wanting to change that behavior yeah sure um let's think about that so My experience is, even with my own behavior, when, when I am belligerent, which is few and far between these days, thank God, just because I, I know how to keep my mouth shut when I'm not feeling myself. When I feel like being mean, it's usually because I'm unsettled about in somewhere inside myself, I'm unsettled. Yeah. So if you find yourself to be a not very nice person or a belligerent person, then perhaps you are not taking the time to care for yourself. And here's that icky, fuzzy self-care word again. The truth is it, it's, it's the truth. <clears throat> when you do not feel whole inside yourself, and I tell this to you know, when we coach executive teams, I say the same stuff that I say to you guys. Like if you don't you're not coming from a place of peace, like yep. down here, a centered place, then, you know, you, you're, you're very much more uh, affected by what is coming at you. Yep. When you are coming from a place of wholeness that's down deep and a place of peace, then why would you want to be unkind to someone else? Truthfully, like when I feel connected to source, God, my universe whatever the hell you want to call it when i feel that connection um i don't want to be mean to anybody you know like i'm not in the mood to foist my nasty behavior on someone i mean usually you want to foist nastiness and belligerence out to the world when you are feeling upset or unsettled or or you're sitting on top of something that's the other thing if you're sitting on top of an emotion that you're not expressing that can bring because usually under anger and belligerence yep. is yep. sadness that's how it works mm. um tracy and i've done a lot of transformational work with um several different places over the over our years uh and one of those places uh landmark education deconstructs an upset um and and what sits at the bottom of an upset right is usually sadness and anger goes on top of sadness, and then it goes like that. So usually, disappointment or sadness is at the core, mm -hmm. you know, of, of that. Um, and so, if you're up on top of something, if you're not expressing yourself, um, you know, if you're, I like to say, if you're talking from here up, if you're talking off the top of your head, that's usually like, 
that's not real authentic talking or behaving right yeah. it's yeah. you're you're like up on top of everything you're not figuring out what's going on down here i want to say also that um you may have to be the one that shows up in kindness over and over and over you're the one that has to present the 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 positive side the the gener generosity the um listening you know and then and again you have to do it again and you have to do it again and you're like oh my gosh i'm so tired it's always me but but be who you are in the world and show up the way that you need to in the face of whatever's going on over there and then eventually it, it just it will it will it will work itself out either they will right. be removed or they will they will um come into the realm with you and they will realize that they're out of a line. Some people don't even realize because they've been stuck for so long. Right. So celebrating. So our second point, celebrating others, giving them credit, pointing out what's going right, being, you know, doing some kind of act of kindness or something like that's all stuff that also changes the energy of the situation. The third point, I just want to be mindful of everyone's time this morning. So we got about 10 minutes. Um, giving people space, um, give them time to prepare themselves. Don't catch people off guard. Um, I, that was one that we don't usually think about that. Usually we're like, if we want to have a conversation, then we should just voice that conversation. You know, I want to talk to you about something and I'm going to talk to you about. So even if you're not prepared or you're not ready or so. So when we force ourselves on someone with a conversation that we don't give them time to prepare for then we are uh, kind of inviting reactivity and we're inviting something that's probably not going to work out great. Um, even if you do have to have an important conversation with uh, someone you're in a relationship with or a friend or a work thing, like you could give them advance. You could say, hey, you know, I see that the interactions between us aren't great. I'd love to have a conversation about this. I'd like to do that on Tuesday at three o'clock. Does that work? You know, because then you're giving time people to prepare, right? How many times have you watched a movie in a relationship or whatever? And it's like, we need to talk. <laughs> and, you know, and you don't ever see anyone asking, is this a good time? Right. They're just like, we need to talk. And then the other person knows it's probably not going to be great. And maybe they're not prepared for that. Because remember, as, as you study people's personalities, and that's one of the things I've gotten into, right? I'm a behavioral, behavioral analyst with, with DISC and five behaviors and all these different things that I've gotten myself into. And in there, we learn not everyone is the same style of personality. So some people are very direct, like Tracy and I. We want to get it done right now. Some people need time. They need to put their thoughts together. They're not good with confrontation, so they have to prepare themselves. So I think we don't take those things into consideration. We just think, I have something to say to you, and I'm going to say it. Yep. I don't think I've ever really thought, except for recently in regards to work, as I learn the different types of personality styles, is this a good time to speak to you? You know, is, does it work for you for me to talk to you now? Because the truth is, if you're speaking to someone when it's not a good time, you're not getting the best version yep. of them. And the conversation is probably not going to go where you want it to go. Yep. All right. We yep. have a spam. Meet them, meet them where they are. There. So we'll delete that when we get offline. Okay. Don says, how about using this kind tactic for the person who expresses their anger in quiet ways, not belligerent, but quietly seething? Um, in that case, Don, I would recommend acts of kindness. 
Um, perhaps if you see that someone is, you know, seething with anger, you could do something for them. Bring them flowers, leave them a note, bring them a surprise cup of coffee. Um, that would indicate to me if they are seething and sitting on something that they are probably not a personality style that speaks their feelings directly out there. Yep. So they may be someone that the written, you know, something written or an action to change the dynamic and action to change the energy that that might work well with the person that, you know, if a person is a seether, they are not an expressive person probably because they're not telling you what's wrong. Um, and so there might be some passive aggressive stuff there. And in my opinion, the best way to handle that stuff is like actions that are going in the direction that you want things to go. And because you know why that gives that person time to change their energy yeah. without feeling forced to change the energy right then. Mm -hmm. Right. Because mm -hmm. when you confront a seether, they don't really want to talk. Yeah. So they're just going to seethe more. Or, or, or explosive. Note, right? yeah, yeah. Or if you yeah. left them a note or if you left them a cup of coffee and a muffin with a note that said, you seem like there's something going on. You seem like you're really upset with me. I'd love to talk to you about that when you have time. Or you could write me a note back. Right? Give them a way to communicate with you that's not necessarily confrontive if they don't like confrontation. Yep, Liz says... Good. Okay, don't, yeah, don't ambush people with conversations. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think in relationship is the place we probably do that the most and at work. You know, sometimes when we are a manager or a leader and we need something from someone or another coworker or whatever, we're just caught like, blah, 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 you know, and you're not like, hi, how are you? Do you need, you know, do, is this a good time to talk to you? Andrea, we, yes. um, we have... A small group, yes. We will. Uh, can you do? You, are you able to post a link in there, Trace, or no? I think so. I don't know how right. to. You can probably drop it in these comments. You can, Andrea. Yeah. We have a Facebook group off of the main page. It's called Wheels of Change, so you should be able to find it. Um, and we can post it in the comments of the live after we're done. Yeah. Okay. So. That's the third point. Give people space. Don't catch them off guard. Give them time to prepare. The last point is what I was just talking about. Treat people with kindness and accept that people are different and accept the different styles of personality. So we actually just got into point four without calling it out as a point, right? So everybody's different. I, that is something that I, honest to God, didn't recognize until probably several years ago when I started, you know, uh, taking certifications to become a behavioral analyst. Um, I didn't, I automatically thought people would respond like I respond and that they should and that they would think like I think and they would, and, and they would assimilate things like I assimilate things because uh, truthfully, most of my friends are like Tracy, we're, we're kind of all the same. So I just assumed that everyone is sort of like that. And I was so mistaken. That is not the truth. Some people are quiet. Karen is more quiet. You know, Karen was here visiting me. And when she left, I said, I hope you have a good, I hope you had a good time because it's hard to tell with you. <laughs> and, you know, the truth is she told me she had a wonderful time, but she's not like Tracy and I, if we're having a wonderful time, we're telling you we had a great time. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, not so for some people. Some people are not like that. 
some people are are not you know tracy and i are both italian i feel like a lot of italians are like that so um you know we we've been around those types of people most of our lives um okay tracy just uh yeah. found the um oh i think that's the old link oh um, i'll look again um because it says uplifting women together which is the old maybe it still goes to the group i don't yeah, know maybe yeah check that out andrea um if it doesn't work, I'll maybe I'll I need to change. Yeah, maybe the link didn't change. Maybe I need to change the link itself. Okay. Um, Janet says, "I think that comes with maturity and age, realizing people are different and embracing people for who they are." Probably so. Mm -hmm. um, it's okay. Kristen said it's the right one. Thanks, Kristen. Um, okay, maybe I need to change the name of the link then to go along with the name of the group. I'll check that when we get offline. And you have one more point. One more. No, that was it. Okay. So we're right on time. We're good. So quickly again, the four points um, for bringing in more kindness um, is break down laws by being gracious. People don't expect this. It's a diffusing tactic. Um, give other people credit. Celebrate others' achievements. Point out what other people are doing right. Point three, give people space. Don't catch them off guard. If you can help it, give them time to prepare for a meeting or a conversation. Mm -hmm. And point four, treat people differently. Respect the style differences. Respect that not everyone is the same and embrace that, right? Embrace that everyone handles and responds to people differently. Um, so there you go. There's our points on, on attempting to bring more kindness into your life. And yeah. we hope that uh, that gives you some different perspective on kindness. Um, Next Saturday morning, we'll be here. I think Karen will be back with us, and Tracy will actually be here with me in Vermont because we're <laughs> cleaning out garages and basement, and yep. we're repainting. We're doing a DIY project. We are painting yep. the banisters on my front stairs, so yep. stay tuned. Yep. <laughs> a painter told me it's an 18-hour project, so it's yep. Tracy, yep. John, and I doing it together. Um, we got to do a little sanding, we got to put a little primer, and then yep. we got to put a couple coats of glossy white paint. So stay tuned. We'll post pictures of our yeah. progress. I also want to say, um, if anybody ever has questions about uh, organizing or how to do things around to declutter and clean up your space, mm -hmm. if you go onto the group and just post a question, everybody can give their insight, but I'd be more than happy to give some insight. So. It's just a place for us to collaborate in, on that. Yeah, page. sure. Yeah, definitely join the group if you haven't already, because that's where we we are tracing our in there every day. And we talk, you know, we are able to answer questions and talk to you all day long every day. It's a small group. I think we have a few hundred people right now. Um, and it's, you know, you have to answer some questions and agree to the rules, but it's a 